If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to our part two sit down with the one, the only, Kempire. And if you haven't heard part one, it was last Tuesday. We talk about the just completed season of Real Housewives of Potomac shooting currently Beverly Hills. We talk about the current jersey. We cover everything current. So check out part one of our chat with Kempire from last Tuesday. And now part two of our chat. We're about to deep dive everything going on with Bravo with the one, the only Kempire. Do you think, I mean, so Dallas is in the graveyard, right? Oh, <laughs> not in the graveyard. I mean, <laughs> I don't think Dallas is coming back. If it does, it would be Peacock. Yeah. They would probably be a little bit more willing to try it on Peacock. I mean, do you think it's just fatigue? Like, should we start ending other franchises? Ratings are down. I mean, I'm not Beverly Hills and Jersey's having no. great fucking ratings. Yeah. Should we end other franchises? And if so, which ones? Oh, wow. Um, which ones should we end? Well, they already ended the ones that they... <laughs> well, I mean, look, I think to me... I agree. Salt Lake season one and two were phenomenal. Yeah. Season three, to me, is one. To me, the worst seasons were the two seasons of the OC. But oh, Salt, the the last the, the last two, the Doctor Jen season and the Elizabeth Vargas COVID season. And it's not no offense yeah. to those two. It's not their fault. Yeah. I think OC had two horrible seasons. Wow. Are you excited for for the new season? I'm like. So mixed because now we have Tamara back. She look, I think if Tamara cannot turn this around, then it's done. I say just pull the plug. <laughs> I, I really don't know what else to do at this point unless you just fire is the only city that I never got into until the pandemic. And you know, Did my you audience like was like, Oh, get into it, get into it. I didn't love it because I, I got in when Heather returned, and I was just like, Well, that was a big letdown. I, the house wasn't, but she was for me. I guess. I mean, I have a thing for Heather because I can no longer be biased because we were talking – like, she's come on my show twice. Not that I'm afraid of her. It's just yeah. the opposite because I'm not afraid of anyone. I'll <laughs> tell – but she just has been so wonderful to me no. as a I mean, person. As, like, a person. That. We actually have a really good mutual friend in common, too. But, like, she just is so great to me. Yeah. But I also think, like, I am so enamored with, like – like, to me – if you have a ton of money, kind of like Elisa Vanderpump, but we've seen her and like you never sweat. Like we never see you sweat. Mm -hmm. I'm just in awe of that because I'm yeah. like a mess. Like some days I'm like <laughs> – some days I come in here looking cute and I got it all together. And other days I'm like I am just – I'm so <laughs> sick you're of, a real person. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm like tired of myself. I hate what I'm saying. And I would turn myself off now because I'm giving myself <laughs> – Heather Dubrow is just – I'm just in awe of like – you know, and whether it's fake or not, but yeah. I mean, all that you could 
put it together. And I'm not even mm. talking about like the outfits and yeah. how just every yeah. She's so very I'm, put together. I'm in awe of how someone I didn't does mind that. her on OC, and I know she's had some classic years before this. I just felt like they were betting a lot on her, and it was just sort of like maybe it was the cast as well overall. You know, you know, with the newbies that they brought on Noella, they were betting and, a lot on her and Dr. Jen. Oh Noella, who's like a big <laughs> to me is one of the worst housewives in history. Why? Why is that? Why do you think that? I felt that I could feel the thirst oh. to me. Just yeah, to me. She was definitely thirsty. She was so thirsty. And it's like, girl, you have waited for this and everything. She reminded me of Jen Shaw. Everything was like a screaming in the wilderness about her dad. Oh, yeah. and it was like dramatics, But man. why do you think people gravitated more towards Jen? You think just Jen is more charismatic? I didn't. <laughs> I feel like the audience did, though. I really yes, do. they did. Yeah. They did. There are people. I mean, I still go through. There's people that still don't hate Jen Shaw. They 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 hate Erica. They oh my god, they hate. I think Lisa Rinna is probably one of the most hated housewives in the history of housewives. She got booed. Not, she got booed at yeah, BravoCon. I think she's Erica Jane did not get booed. She's at She's more hated either. than Erica Jane. Yes. Yeah. So ain't that funny? Wow. I don't. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> It's really, if you think, because they hated Erica Jane the season before. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, there's people, lots of people hate Jen Shaw, but not everyone. Lots of people have just a soft spot for her. I don't really. That should be studied. It should be studied. (laughs) Because it's like, she knows she stole from elderly people. Yeah. I don't really have a soft spot for Jen Shaw. I don't have a soft spot for Jen Shaw at all. Sorry, inmate Shaw. Yes, Inmate Shaw. I just even before this came out, I just I didn't. I thought she acted too much for the camera. Oh yeah, she was definitely extra, very extra. But she also had some. Even this past season, I was like, there's there's certain moments in her confessions. Is like she's funny. She's good TV. Yes. Is she a horrible person? Yes, but you can be a horrible person and still be and good funny. TV. <laughs> right, like if Karen Huger goes out and we find out that she's been running some huge scam, I'm not. I'm going to still say Karen Huger is Sing Sing and and Ling Ling and, and <laughs> yeah. like hot boxes, and I'm going to be like Karen Huger is a funny as fuck yeah. woman. Yeah. She's so funny and she's gracious. If you meet her in person, I, I got to meet her at BravoCon backstage. Great, very different energy because I also met Giselle backstage. Energy is everything, and Giselle's energy was very different than Karen's energy. Why did Giselle want you to like kiss the ring? So, to speak? well, it was very brief interaction, and it's luckily I was with uh, Up and Adam, and he's more he he'll go up to someone. I'm not going up to anyone. He's I'm personal. Not, yeah, so Personable. he goes up to her. He's like, "Oh, hey, Giselle," and, and trying to make a conversation. Luckily, she got distracted because she, if her first thing out of mouth, "Do you guys say nice things about me?" Yeah. And I'm just like this. Yeah, no, there's people when my team reaches out to people and sometimes they just we get a no or I'm always like look, I mean there's no first of all, a no becomes a yes in three days. So it's like but Mm -hmm. I'm always like, huh. Is it a no like you're busy? Or is it a no like seventeen weeks ago at you know, four oh one, you heard everything I said about you. You know, like it's you have to wonder, right? Is there any, like, can you spill some tea? Like, is there someone that, that you've always wanted to interview, but maybe they wanted to be paid or oh. maybe, because that happens. <laughs> there are, why have you, have you had people ask for money? Yes. No, people are, they have asked for money. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had that years. I've, 
in this new era of of Kempire, I've decided not to reach out for interviews. Um, I did earlier on, but I've decided, you know, because I spent years when I was building Kempire Radio trying to, you know, reach out for interviews, and I've been lucky. Like I've interviewed Oprah. I've been I've been lucky. But excuse me. <laughs> so I've interviewed I've interviewed quite a few. <laughs> now people. you want to interview the Grand Dame? I mean, <laughs> but it's not even about that. It's sort of like. Because I'm recapping and reviewing these shows, I know I, I I would prefer not to. And sometimes when they reach out, I'll I'll consider it. Like right before the last season of RHOA, Sonia Richards Ross people reached out to do an interview, and I did it, and it was it was a great conversation. But at the same time, I was like, is this going to influence my review? It didn't because you know. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen. I mean. Uh- I'm all about the numbers, so I look in, like, the gossip shows where we're just sitting here shooting the shit, rate better than almost any interview. Yeah. Almost. Now, like, I just had Brandy Glanville on. Like, I knew that was going to be a huge thing, and it was. Was this after the Caroline situation? It was before. No, I, 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 st- <laughs> I know. I started with an introduction. Hey, everyone. I'm not misleading you. We listen, but please listen to this. Th- and then people are like, I'm like, did you hear? And most people did not push back because I'm like, this is why I'm taking three minutes at the beginning of this to mm. tell you yeah. this is recorded before she left for a girl's trip, everybody. Wow. So when you're in the middle and you say, where's the Caroline question? I just told you three minutes earlier. No, you know, people don't listen either. It was still, <laughs> no, but it was still just like, I mean, despite the fact, I mean, she was literally one of my favorite interviews. Forever, really? She's real yeah. love her she's yeah. she's sloppy so yeah. you ask her a question she'll give you a real answer yeah so i just i love brandy so that was it so i have these big moments but you know yeah a lot of the problems is when it's a current housewife they come on with just a bunch of smiles and flowers and i'm like this is bullshit because we just saw you basically tear someone's face off <laughs> on the tv and now we're asking about it and like so this isn't real yeah so yeah i think that's smart of you yeah but like adam does both as he yeah. does both and there is a place but he mostly that. does not both he i mean i'm really in the between too and i think it's important to to have have that because the audience does want to they do. hear from them you know what i mean and outside of the show and they want expansive conversation about the show i just prefer not to i mean yeah. I'm, I'm open to always doing it but I agree. i'll admit it as important it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate i'm really not great at it i'm always on the go i'm never making that a priority and i'm always hungry this was a real problem until i discovered 310 nutrition i love 310 nutrition's water hydrators you just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better they also have refreshing lemonade mix My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. 
You guys all know that I've been on a health kick since October, and that involves everything, how much I exercise, what exercise equipment I use, what I eat, and it also involves my pans. Now, not that domestic, you guys know that, but when I do cook at home, I need pans that don't stick. Well, here's the thing. Did you know that most traditional nonstick pans were made with plastic coatings that turn toxic when you heat them up? No, thank you. Green Pan has introduced new ceramic nonstick cookware that is made without forever chemicals. So as it heats up, there are no chemicals and they have over 150 patents to prove it. They're the leaders in creating cookware without harmful toxins. And that's all I need to know to sign me up. Cooking with ceramic does matter because it doesn't emit fumes when it's cooked and no chemicals. They also carry kitchen appliances like slow cookers and waffle makers. It's 2023. If you're still cooking with pans made out of plastic, what are you doing? Head to greenpan.us and use promo code VELVET and you'll receive 30% off your entire order plus free shipping on orders over $99. That's right, 30% off. When you buy one pan or a whole set, that's 30% off. So head to greenpan.us and make sure to use our promo code VELVET. So the other night I have 10 people on the way over to watch Vanderpump Rules because now that we have the scandal and Tom cheated on Ariana with Raquel, I'm officially having watch parties for Vanderpump Rules. So I have 10 people on their way over. I have a bunch of pizzas being ordered. The pizzas are on the way and I realize I don't have enough alcohol. And I'm a good host. I don't care what you say about me. So I'm not providing food without alcohol. But I didn't panic. I just turned to drizzly.com and everything was solved. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your doorstep in under 60 minutes. It's the number one app for alcohol delivery. There's such a variety. I got a bunch of red wine, a bunch of white wine, rosé. I got some vodka. I was running low on tequila. They have it all. I even got some cognac for after dinner. It was a great evening. So listen, if you don't want to go to the liquor store and you want your life to be a little more convenient and to have the alcohol come to you, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. I won't curb my thoughts just because you were on. I just think my thoughts change. So like with Heather Dubrow, if I watch, but also like we know how the sausage is made. So I can't, like, I can't talk about what I saw on the TV as if it's real. Yeah. If I know you as a person, yeah. like a Heather, because everyone's like this and that, but like now we've talked and yeah. we've texted. And so to me, I'm just basing it on you sitting in front of me as a yeah. human versus whatever someone thinks you did on TV. Yeah. I don't know which is real, but I'm basing it on the real world versus – so I don't really curb my beliefs. Maybe I just get clouded. Yeah. But I don't get clouded with most interviews. Like most yeah. interviews, I could sit there and be like, it was just an interview. And then we yeah. hung up and I wished you luck. But then there's like a Heather where it's like just so ingratiating. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I admit that I'm kind of swayed. And whether you're <laughs> good – And whether – right, And maybe you're great at what you this do. Is maybe it is all. Right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you are so good at it that you sprinkled your magic dust on me, but I don't know if I care. Like I always say like to me – I mean she's been on this show probably the most out of any housewife ever is Luann. Wow. Luann. Wow. So like the class with a countess is a real thing. If yeah. you met Luann, she would pull you into her bosom <laughs> and she would look at you and you would just be like, wow. <laughs> so like maybe she's just all fake. I don't know. I've met Luann 9,000 times in my life. She's so Always gracious. Mm. So you see what I'm saying? So like if it is fake and you're working me, 
does it even matter? Because you're just a gracious, wonderful person, right? That's true. I, yeah. I wish I had that ability, Campire, to meet people and be like, I'm going to make you just love me. Right. I don't have that. I'm but like, that's also part of the magic of being a housewife. Yeah. You know, they have that thing about them that people gravitate to. So I'm not surprised by that at all. And part of the reason why I say I, and it might be also because, you know, when I was doing Kempire Radio, I was always reaching out for interviews. And you already know that process sometimes is so arduous. Ugh. And that's a job in itself. And if you're doing doing it alone, you're it's, it's a lot of work. So part of it is, so it doesn't influence everything else that I'm talking about. But the other part is like, I'm not doing all that. I'm yeah. not doing the 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 red tape or the, oh, I got to speak to this one and we got to schedule for, I'm busy already. Uh-huh. And it's not that important to me. I get it. I get it. Like, and, we have, and we have people like you and Adam that that do it. And I'll watch those that, interviews. Or we'll come on your show and give you like a real chat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, in between, but I am like trying to cut back on something. It's like no one's going to notice. We're still going to have plenty of interviews, but just, <laughs> yes, there's a lot of red tape. And then sometimes you're just like, you know, I haven't interviewed Oprah, but I've interviewed people that are, say, way bigger than the particular housewife that's now giving you an attitude. And you're like, girl, like, don't do me any fucking favors. <laughs> it's like, I don't really care that much. Yeah. We'll just move on. And ex-housewives make a thousand times better in interview. Oh, I bet. They're great Who, interviews. Who's your favorite ex-housewife? Well, me, Brandy, recent. With, let's take Brandy out of it. Let's take Brandy she's so recent. out of it. We'll take Brandy out of it and we'll take my weekly Patreon, Kim D, out of it, who's really become a fan favorite of everyone's. Really? Yeah, because Kim doesn't care. <laughs> So like, and she really does know all these people. Yeah. And so, but who's like my favorite ex that I've interviewed? Yeah. It's a good question. Cause it changes. Yeah. Brandy, I would say is the top, but like, you know, look, I don't think they're so thrilled with me. Like a Tamara's no, I think huge fan of mine, but mine. like Tamara at the time was a great interview. Well, you know what happens on my show? This really is what happens. Nobody really minds chatting with me. They have an amazing time. Mm -hmm. They come on. They love me. I ask these questions. They answer them. We bond. They're like, this was one of the best. Yes, we love each other. Great. Then what happens is, because I mean, there's no gun in the room. I'm not holding, <laughs> especially when you're on a Zoom. Then the show comes out and yeah. then the quotes that you say are – I'm. Let me tell you something about People Magazine and Pearl. You said, I don't need to check any transcript. Whatever is in the quotes in People Magazine, page six, is the exact words because yeah. there's no lawsuit happening here. Now, the headline, I'm sorry you don't like the headline. I'm, I don't work for People. I'm not yeah. Perez Hilton. Why are you calling me? I didn't choose the headline. No. So what happens is like with like a Tamar, for instance, it comes out and it's all these headlines and you don't like them. Well- why did you fucking say this then? It's not my problem. Yeah. So what happens is- It's like the show though. It's, it, they film it and then they have a different reaction upset. once they have right. the audience right. you know, chiming in. But then it's like, you're Tamara Judge. This is your 12th season. This is your- Honey, you know how this works. So you can't be that upset. And also go in the bathroom and look in the fucking mirror. Like this is a you problem. And she like, has a podcast now, so she right. should know. Yeah, now I think she knows. But at the time, she was uh, like this and that. And it's like, girl, 
I didn't make you say all this. So like, you can't be mad at me. And she wasn't never, see, this is why I love like a Kelly Dodd. Mm. Because a Tamara's like, oh, it's good. Well, it's obviously not good because that was four years ago and you still don't seem to want to come back on my fucking podcast. So obviously whatever, and we had like a little issue with something else since then. And when I DM'd her, she was like, oh no, it's good. Like, I would just rather have you say, listen, we have a real fucking problem and let's work on it and get yeah. over it. Like, that's like a Kelly Dodd. Like, yeah, that yeah. I like. Okay. So with Tamara, it's that California, like, oh, I didn't say that. Like, girl, <laughs> you're so good at this job, girl. Like, I get what you're doing. And like, manip- it's like, I would just rather have you be like, yeah, I'm pissed off. Let's fucking work this out and move on. Yeah. So according to Tamara, everything's great. And But it's not because you don't seem to well, want to come back on. she's back on OC. So it'd be yeah. interesting to see. It'll be interesting. Tamra. I'm like, I know, like, Tamara, call me. But then I'm like, like you, I'm just like, but I also, I'm at the point too where like, I don't care. Like no. whether it's you, Tamara, or, or, or the other It'll person. It'll be someone else. Right. Like I don't care. Like, okay, let's substitute. I mean, I hate to say it. That's where we're at. And, and the at show, point, and I'm not begging at four years in. Exactly. At this point, they need you podcast. more than yes. they, you know, you need them. You know what I mean? So. It's a good place to be, right? Yeah, How the hell did you interview Oprah, and when the fuck did that happen? That happened ten years ago. I would, I would just talk about that every day. Uh, <laughs> no, um, it was actually because I had when I first started. Before I started doing more of uh, Kempire Daily, I had Kempire Radio, which was like a pod. It's now a podcast, but before it was like online radio. So I would have music, but I also interviewed a lot of behind the scenes folks, actors, celebrities, reality stars. I, I interviewed Portia when she was Portia Stewart. Um, huh. uh, yeah. So, but Oprah, we were talking about, and this was at the beginning of her own network and she had just interviewed the Kardashians. So, and this was at the early years of Twitter too. So she was just getting on Twitter and we tagged her in our question of the night about her interview with Kim and we link she she started responding to us on social media so we we're like call in and she did and wow. so we ended up having a conversation that's pretty major yeah who else, like have you who have you like who have you interviewed that you were just like wow this is huge besides Oprah oh come on after Oprah <laughs> I know like that's well, you, you know like... what? I have to say, um, Brandy, the, you know, the Grammy Award winning actress and singer. Yeah, we love a little yeah. Brandy. Um, she, I've interviewed her maybe like five times. And she's always been so just humble, gracious, and open to, to doing that. So I always think about her. And huh. to me, she's she she's bigger than people give her credit. She's bigger than who she thinks she is. Um, so interviewing her has always been you know, up there with, with, with an Oprah for me. Right. So like someone like that, you're just like, well, I can't read, believe anything I read about them. Cause I've had like, five, that's how I am about Miss. But I still Ms. talk about Oprah. Uh, I, I still talk about Oprah. I still talk about Brandy. So yeah. when I say I, it's probably largely more, I'm like, I don't feel like sending emails out to you guys, know. people and coordinating. And I, no, I really don't want to. Because either way, I'm going to talk about you regardless. Yeah. Even if you do come on my show. I mean, that's how it is. <laughs> that's, I mean. It, because yes. I don't think it, either one of us are malicious in what we're talking about. No. We're just reporting what's out there. Yes. Like everyone thinks that I am anti-Melissa and Joe Gorga now. Really? And I'm just like, this is what's out there. They're getting sued again. Oh, yeah. Sorry I mean, I'm not making this up. Do I think this is Melissa's last season on New Jersey? I do. I do. It doesn't oh. mean I do. 
I feel as I if could it be wrong. might be her last season or it, I think next season might be her last. That's what last. Kim says. I think, listen, last year, people are like, shut up. I'm sick of you saying this. Last year, second weekend, I said Lisa Ren is being fired. Oh. And then I said that for like 900 weeks. Mm-hmm. And then the last month before Beverly Hills was over, I started getting cold feet. Not that I can't be wrong. I could be wrong every oh, yeah. day. I started getting cold feet and I said, oh, yeah, she's going to come back. And then she was fired. Or allegedly left, <laughs> and or allegedly was fired. She, because we also her, don't left. know what the conversations that are being had behind the scenes, right? You know so I mean? I'm going to stick with my opinion. This I'm not. I mean, gonna, I could definitely see that. Like, if Melissa stays, I would rather just be wrong than yeah. change my opinion and be like, I should have. I just feel. Why like, do you think though that this is because I, I mean, I kind of have an idea. But. I feel that they don't like when it's like. When it's really over, they don't give you that season to just wrap everything up. Mm. Like, Rinna could have easily – I mean, listen, hello. Like, you don't think the world wants to see Rinna and Kathy Helton on screen together and what type of apology and is there going to – So there is more there with Rinna and Kathy. I yeah. don't think – I think they just like to leave it when it's like over – and a reconciliation could be a little something, but not much. Do you see mm, what I'm saying? Okay. So I just think Ter- Teresa is really over Melissa no. and isn't backing down. And I feel like you could redeem it, but there is no redemption. And as sick of people, I mean, people are sick of it. Yeah. It seems like you are. Now you have about 20 more weeks, sweetie, and a reunion. So I think by the end of this, it's going to be like, this is so exhausted between these two. Yeah. It's like, what okay if melissa comes back what happens next season i, I mean really what there's nothing what is teresa She's gonna, gonna have to have a baby or find that yeah. lost sister so i've lately gone down a rabbit hole because i've discovered that first of all do you realize we spend an average of 90 percent of our time indoors okay no big deal right well according to the epa indoor air could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air and in some cases a hundred percent more polluted now wait i have something else to tell you according to the 2020 census report. Yes, I told you I went down a rabbit hole. Nearly half the population are living in areas with unhealthy levels of ozone or air pollution. So then a friend of mine is like, well, you need to look into an air purifier. Now, I've never had an air purifier before. So what do I know? Well, my research led me to Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so your lungs don't have to. Their classic Air Doctor 3000 purifier is powerful enough to circulate the air in a 630 plus square foot room four times per hour. Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code VELVET. And depending upon the model, you'll receive up to 40% off. You're saving up to 40% off. Lock the special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use code VELVET. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code VELVET. Right, and none of that's happening. And like, I mean, here's the thing: I want, I want Melissa and Joe just to 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 bow out gracefully, so that people can realize that Teresa is not the 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 great housewife that you really think she is. I mean, she has. They they might easily realize I that. Think yes, there also is a sector of people that are over Teresa, but yes. I, I want Teresa to have her own season where people will realize, like, oh, this she's not that entertaining on her own. She's not that entertaining. Louis creepy. Oh no, this is. It's been many years, I think people, you know, yeah. Like, I think we don't really know a Teresa without Melissa in, yeah. in a way. I do think a lot of people are over Teresa. No. I do. I actually do. No. I really don't. 
like I do enjoy Teresa in a way. Yeah. But I understand why everyone could be over her as well. Yeah, and Teresa you know? had some really good years. I think it's the last couple of years that that it's it's very apparent that Teresa is very calculated in her own way. This, and this is no way Team Teresa. Yeah, no, team, I'm just I'm so curious team, um, how how is she calculated? Oh my gosh, the the p the people that she brings on and and befriends when and, and right now we're seeing it. She's done this before, and now she has Louis. She has Louis's family. She doesn't need the Gorgas anymore. So she's like, hundred percent. That's what it is. And she's done that before. This is not the first. This is not the second. This is not the third time she's done that on this show. If you just roll the tape, yeah, which is fine. She's playing the game of Housewives, but I'm just like, mm, that's Teresa. what it is. It's the Teresa show, yeah. and when she, yeah, like, they didn't want to give her her own spinoff. Kim says this all the time. Kim is like, no, Teresa's been waiting for this with Melissa and Joe for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. She 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 needed them when no one would film with them. Mm-hmm. And she did what she had to do and write. And they needed she, they needed Teresa as well. It all worked we out. We wouldn't have been interested in the Gorgas after a couple of seasons. No. You know, these last couple of seasons with Melissa, I'm like, what what's happening here? And like I said, you don't need to have a storyline if you're an interesting person. She's neither. Yeah, I, I would agree. And yeah, and I have nothing against Melissa. It's just like, as a producer, if I'm going to put my producer hat on, I think it's over. And I think Melissa knows it's over because I think she's acting strange. Mm. She's act, To me, she's acting like Lisa Renna acted last season. Like she's, she's in the comments. She is yeah. in people's comments fighting. Since when does Melissa, since when does Melissa Gorga respond to fans yeah. if you want to call them you know yeah. I, I don't know did you see her on watch what happens recently with andy i, I thought clips. that was weird yeah i thought andy was kind of like knows over. it's over yeah <laughs> this is just and maybe i'm wrong but i just i get this impression and i'm also over the just the rehashing of who she snuck her way onto the oh show God. over the text message the, the, the engagement party seating i don't care about any of that stuff when you guys don't like each other it's okay you and don't you have never to like your will. family Right. What do you think of the rest of Jersey? Like, do you like Margaret, Dolores, Jennifer? Do you think the whole thing should just be like, let's just clean house? I'm not one house. of those people because, you know, I think it's too soon to be like, oh, just be done with it because the ratings are still rating. Huge. Um, Margaret, I'm, I, you know, I never really loved Mar- Margaret in the beginning. I felt like she was a little two-faced when she came on as, you know, Soggy's friend. But then Soggy became Soggy. and <laughs> She did. We love Soggy. <laughs> but... I didn't. I, I. I. was like, okay. I don't mind Margaret, but this season so far, I'm like, Margaret. What are you? Why are you here? You're over Margaret. I'm over Margaret. I don't mind the, the newbies so far, but it's too early to say. But we'll see. Are you excited? I mean, what did you think of last season of Atlanta? As I roll my eyes, like, do you think? Because I mean, Atlanta to me is. Like, I mean, I agree with you when you started about Potomac. I for me, this wasn't the best Potomac season. No, for no reason. Like, we had a. I'm not a Mia fan. That's just me. I also I have some issues with the professor. I'm going to be honest with oh, you. Dr. Wendy Osefa. I have some issues with the professor. Um, <laughs> look, I just – I don't like when someone wants it too much yeah. and when you are in the game. So, I mean, but it just – but Atlanta has seen better days for me too. Oh, without it. Like doubt. last season, last season, yeah. we have – all-stars. We have the Peach is finally given to the All-Star Marlowe. We have the Bone Collector is back. We have Candy. I mean, this is just, this is Blockbuster. And yet it fell 
so flat. Well, you know why it fell flat. Why? Tell Teray, me. her initial storyline was going to be about her jailbird boyfriend. That fell through. Who went in film. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, okay, I'm going to do she by Sheree because she knows that's always been attached to her. Now we're going to, and that's, that fell apart. And we knew it was going to fall apart because that was not what she's passionate about. She's not good at business. No. And then, of course, we had um, Sonia Richards-Ross was okay. She was okay. I don't think she's as bad as people made her out to be. I would agree with that. Um, she's okay. But, but you can't have okay if the rest of the cast is not bringing it, Kenya for me always will bring it. She un- she understands the assignment. Uh, she's all the, time. the MVP of the whole fucking oh, yeah. thing. She will. Even, I don't. She doesn't. I don't care about doing. You could be divorcing for the next ten seasons. She's still going to bring it. I agree. Kenya for me, and Kenya has her stands too. But I understand why they stand. She's great. She's great TV. Um, Candy when activated is great TV. There's a reason why Candy's still there. You know, Bravo loves her for a reason. Candy loves her. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, listen, Candy to me is like maybe like a Rena where, you know, she's not, you know, Beyonce, but she is bigger than the show. She brings some clout to yeah. this show. And they've given her so many other shows. She has a show coming on right now, right before the they premiere of Arch Away. So there's a reason. And I think partially that is because behind the scenes, Candy's probably the ultimate professional. I, and not a nightmare. <laughs> I asked her. Yeah. I asked her. I forgot what she said, but she said something exactly like that. I said something like, you know, everyone says you're going to be fired every year and you're here. She said something like that, that Andy once said to her, you are one of the only housewives in history that has never once asked me for an edit. Like yeah. nothing. Yes. Candy, yeah. I think, is in in the business, she yeah. understands like that's not my place. She yeah. doesn't text. Yeah, I mean, she, she literally said are... this on the air. It's not like I'm talking out of school. Yeah, she said, "I think that's why." I, Andy told me I yeah. never asked for it. And if and if and if there's anything that she wants, she's booking a meeting and she's presenting right. to you her idea. Right. And a lot of these housewives don't do that. They think that a show should be given to them. All these shows that she's done and produced is. She's held business meetings the way that you're supposed to do them and say, these are our ideas. She's one because people are always like you asked me before about like ex-housewives, but like certain like I have a preconceived notion. Like sometimes like Brandy, I'm sitting down with her. I'm like, this is going to be fucking great. It was fucking great. Then other people you're like, this is going to be fucking great. You're like, this was horrible. Then other people. Look, (laughs) who, who did I think who kind of disappointed me? I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, there's a Sheree. Sheree was good, but she's like wasn't as great as I thought she could have been. Like her fashion line. Maybe like her fashion line. But here's the thing I did love about Sheree. Sheree and Marlo last season, they both read me on air, which I loved. Like <laughs> I asked, like, I love that. Like I'm like, yes. I'm like you, like I'm a New Yorker. So yeah. like, so like, I think I asked Sheree something about like, you know, you're in this with Drew and I like, basically, is this a fair fight? And she's like, now, honey, are, did you just sit here and ask me if it's a fair fight between me? Is that a real question? So, like, I love that. So yeah. we had moments, you know, and then I think other things I asked her where she was just like, is there a question in there? Because there were there were times, there are times where I just make a statement yeah. and just shut up. I, I just, <laughs> I don't really know what my question is, but I want you to talk about this. Yeah. And there were a few times she got what I was doing. She's like, is there a question you want to ask me? I mean, she's a great housewife. Yeah, no, she, she was great, but just... Just, but Candy is one where I just 
look, I was thrilled Candy Burris was coming on a podcast. I was like, this will be like, ugh, she's going to give me canned bullshit media answers. And it's not the exact opposite. She fucking blew me away. She yeah. was so honest. Nothing was off the table. Yeah. She answered every question I asked her and like real, not like She's bullshit. She's a tourist like me. She was fucking great. <laughs> Candy was great. And then like I've had, so the same thing. And then so why, but then Marlo, what Marlo just tried so hard because she had her peach and she just wanted it so bad. Is that yeah. why you think? Yeah. I, I feel like Marlo is a great friend of, and I felt like she should have stayed a friend of. She really had yeah. no. Like the yes, nephews. There was so, to me, there was a lot of stage. Yeah. Like, it felt you, that what do you way. mean you're giving them away for two days? And like, you're not really doing this. Like, yeah. she, yeah. I'm interested to see, because I believe she's coming back full time based on what I've heard. Well, I think all of our yeah. back. Yeah. So. Do you think it's going to be a good season of Atlanta? I know maybe? people are not excited because it is the same cast, but there are some new additions. You know, Moneta's possibly going to be upgraded. I interviewed her about. too. Moneta was never really great reality TV back when she was on reality TV. She wasn't really great last season. But I'm interested because I like her. Um, I loved her as a person. She was very yeah, gracious I, But that me. doesn't always translate no. on TV, you know? No. So I'm interested to see what she's going to bring. And then there's going to be uh, Courtney. She's coming in, too. I don't know much about her. Me either. So it'll be interesting to see what she the brings. The thing is, we haven't heard anything. You know, we mm. heard about Aspen, and and we haven't really heard yeah. any, like, oh, my We've God. We've seen clips yeah. of the group events that they've, they've had. But, yeah, they've kept, like, the stories under wraps. I mean, look, I'm not hopeful yeah. for the new season of Atlanta, but I am watching. Like, yeah. I hope it's great. It's just... That is fall. That's you know what people flat. are going to say when we talk about Atlanta. Bring Nene back. That's never happening, people. No, it's not. It's done. Unfortunately, because she sued. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's and not did not happening. win millions of dollars, y'all. Anyone that is saying that is, I mean, and that's why. I mean, I I get accused of being racist a lot during the Nene lawsuit because I would say this is a fake and fake bull, bullshit bogus lawsuit, and people will be like, "I was but like, you have an, a legal background, right?" You, yeah, and I'd be like, "Listen, you can say this all day; it does not make it true." Mm-hmm. I still think I'm not going to back down. I think Nene's lawsuit is bullshit. I still say that. No. Yes, she did not. First of all, that. When something is settled out of court, it's settled for like a dollar. They were it's this this shit that she settled for twenty million dollars. Let me tell you something. There's zero Bravo would have gone to trial and paid twenty million dollars versus just said here's no, yeah. she got zero dollars. Yeah. So thank you for well. saying that. <laughs> but also Nini, yes, will never be back on yeah. the NBC platform. Mm. It doesn't work that way. No. It's it's sad because she really is great to television. And anytime she speaks, still it impacts social media, impacts Andy's world, which I'm sure he's, he hates. Yeah, it's like I forget – like I have moments where I'm like, ugh, it's Nene that great. And then, yeah, she'll she'll do an interview. And listen, her interviews, at least late, like are – they're real, yeah. right? Like you listen and you're like, that makes sense. Like everything else she's saying except for the lawsuit, yeah. you're like, no, she's giving the actual real story of what yeah. happened. So well, Here's the thing with Nini, and, and you know, I used to believe as well that it's, it's impossible for Nini to come back. And then I think just yesterday I saw a clip for Monique's special on Netflix, and you know, she sued Netflix as well. But I believe they yes. did actually have some sort of settlement. They, they had a settlement. Yeah. That's like different. Yeah, but – I'm saying, you know what? Maybe it's not impossible for Nini to return. Just not this year. (laughs) Well, I think, look, I think 
the network will do whatever it has to. Mm-hmm. So bringing Nini back would that blow the lid off Atlanta? Sure, oh my God. sure. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you're right. No. I, I th- right, I, I, like I, th- I think a network will do whatever it has to. Yeah, Monique sued Netflix, and yeah. there was a settlement, and now she has a special. Now, all that is very true. So I would use no, that as an right. example. It's not impossible. It's, it's not. not impossible. I think in the entertainment business, you're right. It's not impossible. Yeah. Yes, I don't. Especially think- if if it means bringing me back means dollars and rejuvenating Atlanta. It would rejuvenate the whole thing. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't. Could you imagine if they said the return of Nene Leaks next year? I mean, the ratings would be through the fucking roof. Yeah, they would. But it would be a big price tag for her to yeah. come back. Yeah. I don't know why Nene doesn't just have a podcast, like put out her, own, her that own content. Just the other day, I was like, why doesn't Nene do like her own po- I literally just had that thought. She needs a producer. Okay, someone will work with she her. She could find all of that yeah. stuff. It's a, I mean, she could do it herself, but no, like, you could find someone, to, uh, get an intern. Do you know what I think? Sonya. This is my honest <laughs> opinion. Like, you know, you mentioned like, okay, like there, you know, needs to be like, you know, like, the, well, there is the, the all black summer house. Like, I don't know who I got to think for a minute who it would be, but Nene needs to take one more ex-housewife, someone black, mm-hmm. the same way we have two T's, mm-hmm. I, right? Like T- Teddy and Tamara. Yeah. I think that could be just from a marketing point of view. Yeah. I think that would be a block of the podcast. Like Portia? Sure. They're really, they're, sure. they're good friends. Sure. Or even just someone that's funny along with her. Just sure. someone that can help navigate conversation. But if Nini were to be – like the thing with Teddy and Tamara, although I am not such a fan of either, is <laughs> I mean, you have to be in the world. Like you have to yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, is Nini – she's pretty, right? Is she is she up on like – will she be up on Salt Lake? I mean, you just have to watch. It's not that hard. I don't is know. She, she's, she claims in? that she doesn't watch uh, the shows. But, I mean, doesn't mean she can't start. She you know? should. I'm just like you – know, Or have a, a – a fan that is watching and and she could be like, Oh, that's not true. That's not how it works. Do you want do you want to volunteer yourself to do Oh hell no, I would never work with Nini. Sorry. <laughs> um I mean that I'm I'm giving her an idea. Yeah. That's the thing. I think feel like you great. and I have enough on our, our plates yes. and we're pretty successful on our own. We don't need to, you know, hitch our wagon to a Nini Leaks, which would be fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It's However, not all it's cracked up to be, right? Yeah, I just no. Because let's face it. <laughs> You hitching your wagon or me hitching our wagon to Nene Leaks will be a dollar fifty for you, <laughs> twenty five cents for me, and the shitload of money for Nene, and you will be Nene's way. So the minute that there's a disagreement, yeah. let me tell you something, sweetie. You got no say. Yeah. So I think it's so it's so funny that we both had this thought about Nene doing a podcast. I'm surprised she hasn't done it was, one. And she could do it alone. Like I don't mean, but I just I picture her. I don't mean to be like it. Just I think she could do her take on the two T's, a her yeah. and like Portia. It doesn't have to be with someone black. I didn't mean it yeah, like yeah. that, but I just think, th- just from a marketing point of view, yeah. that would be. I think it would be a top, top, top podcast. I'm surprised she Nene would be she, sitting there and be she like, she was doing YouTube at one yeah. point, and she was talking about doing her own sort of like talk show. I think she should start with the podcast. I, it's easy to do, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, we're never getting the Wendy Williams podcast. No. Despite oh. the fact that she says we are. Yeah. Nene Leaks, do this. She'll make a lot of money. Can you imagine Nene and Wendy doing a podcast? That would be probably the top rated podcast ever. I like, it would, be, <laughs> it would be, 
Wendy knows Housewives. She's yeah. in. She's she would already watch it, and she would have been a perfect reunion host to replace Andy. Oh man, I'm just. This is what these right. Nina, you can sit home and do it. There could be a studio at your house. They'll yeah. come to you, girl. Come on, Nina. She loves her coins. Anything else you want to talk about before we go? Oh, you know what I want to mention before we go? Who do you think? Look, I mean, you've the Chris Lees I saw you cover. The Chris Lees are, you know, are in Locked jail. Up. Inmate Chris Lees. Inmate Chris Lees. <laughs> inmate Shaw. We had inmate Teresa. Now she's out. Who do you <laughs> think, like, who's the next? Any, any, who's the next scandal? Oh, like, Lord. if you had to, like, put your mind um, on who's. Very, it's right across the river, New Jersey, because you saw the recent interview that Louis Ruelas did with Andy Cohen talking about his uh, lead generation company. Oh, and Andy was like, like, Jen Shaw? And that might be our next scandal. That's not. That's not. That's not so far from. I mean, I'm not wishing it on him. No, but but I I agree. That's the first person that comes to mind. Um, Outside of that, I mean, Melissa and Joe too, with all their lawsuits. Yeah. But but I but I I agree, Louis. Listen, I hope I hope it's all good for Teresa, but. There's things, look, his business practices come up, right? Yeah. I'll, maybe in Salt Lake City, maybe Lisa Barlow, her SEC filing. And I'm always like, I still say this, I hate it. See, this makes me seem like I'm coming for people. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand PK and Dorit's financial. I understand he's responsible for Boy George and touring. And I just, I don't understand where the money, I just, and that's me, avo- that's just me. And why we've avoided their real storyline of owing millions in taxes I'm That's surprised she's coming back. And they started filming. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I spent the whole season. Yeah, I'm wrong, everybody. I could, I spent the whole season saying Dorit wasn't coming back as well. The but, whole season. But is she coming back full time? I think probably, Maybe. but let's and see what happens. And if she is, it's only because um, Rena was let go. Yes. I don't know what Dorit's storyline is. And Crystal, look. Her brown hair. She's a brunette. I saw. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what? Is Crystal, to me, a great housewife? No, but I knew she would be back because there's more there. There's something. Oh, yeah. At least like with Dorit money, to me. Though, she's, yeah. she's married. She has she, money. She's, she's, she's ticking off the younger. You know, they want to steer younger always. So they – and possibly one of the, you know, uh, Fleeing 14 might be on the show. So. And there is a little bit of darkness in like the fact that here we go to dark these, comment. No, <laughs> but no, the fact that there are these right. What a way to end, David. You were so well behaved. And, but there was no the fact that there's these four. Like there's something. There's a little like I don't I believe like Crystal, Crystal is like Miss Homemaker. And no. no, Crystal has some some skeletons. I'm sure, right? Like I I, I, I think feel she has it. potential to be a great housewife. Yes. I think. It just hasn't been there. And unfortunately, you don't get a lot of opportunities. But luckily for her, I'm hoping that this might be her redemption season. And I think they also say to her, like, look, girl, you're back. But do do you either want this or you don't? Is this just like to pass the time while Rob is making the next Lion King? (laughs) Oh, wait, you really enjoy this? Girl, get in there and just Bring it and do it right. Stop. Because like last season, you tried with this fake storyline with Sutton. So Crystal's really just got to. Yeah. I think she has it in her. Yeah. And you know, and I uh, think she wants it. And I think. Unlike, unlike Marla, when I see Marla at home with her nephews, I'm just sort of like. Oh, boring. She is so forced. But her at, her at home with her husband and her kids and her brother who comes through every once in a while. Interesting. I agree. So she has potential. I think. I think her battle though this season is going to be with Kyle. 
again, the continuation. Well, then at least take down Kyle. Like oh. at least, you know, fans come, can get behind that. Right. Like at least make a really good look. We already had the try the potential takedown of Kathy Hill. And like, I don't think you're gonna Kyle's not going anywhere, mm-hmm. but at least fight the good fight and have yeah. it be a mixed screen and have people say go crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle would be a great target for her. That would that would catapult her. Girl, you would earn your next year. I just don't need Kyle in the, the tears again this season. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to see all of that. No. I mean Do you think it's almost time for Kyle to exit stage left? I always say I think Kyle is the second most protected housewife. Mm. I don't the first? think I think Teresa. Oh. You could hate her all day. I just think I think they would never fire. I really do think they would never fire Teresa. I'm not even saying I like her. Yeah. I just think she is protected and she knows it and that's also a problem. Mm. And, and I why think, do you think that she's protected? I think the, there's no other franchise where the whole sh- – it's like, was Teresa in a good mood? They wait for Teresa. Like, I think she almost without trying steals or – like, it's just her show. It's yeah. just that's the – I also Bravo think – Bravo created this. It's too late. Yeah, and I also think it's very similar, like, with the Kathy situation – not Kathy, the um, Candy situation is – She's probably not a, a complete nightmare to the to the crew to the yeah. you know, to, to Andy. Even though she's like a nightmare on television, I also think behind the scenes she's probably lovely. I agree with you. I've been at New Jersey filmings where I've seen her. I mean, she doesn't give a fuck. She shows up, does her job, and gets the hell. The minute it's over, yeah. like Margaret, Melissa, Je- free bar, let's all drink. I mean, Margaret doesn't drink, but you know what I mean? Like, let's hang out. Teresa, literally the mic pack is like ripped off and thrown down, and she's like in the – like, so she just is like – but to your point, I agree. She does her job. So I don't think she she gets into the press, what's mm-hmm. said, what's edited. Yeah. yeah, she just does her job. And she's like, I think she's just like, I don't, I don't care yeah. as long as the $2 million check clears. Like, yes, I think she's probably easy to work with from that point of view. And that's probably why. And right now, she's, she's the central focus. So it, it doesn't benefit them to get rid of her. And Kyle is second to me because I think Kyle – First of all, she drives the bus. Every I've had mm-hmm. I've had Sutton on Crystal. I've had Beverly Hills Housewives on that say you don't realize like this whole thing wouldn't work if it wasn't for Kyle. Like Kyle, mm-hmm. I think produces the show in front of our very eyes. Oh yeah, we like see she, it. right. She'll be like, so why were you upset? And <laughs> so that has got to be good. And I think Kyle doesn't do anything to get herself fired. Like they don't want you to be toxic and yeah. really talk about the real. I'm not going to say dark. I'll say the real – I don't even know what other words to use now, but the real life stuff. They yeah. want like – so Kyle is so middle of the road, right? Yeah. And, and that's what also, they want. Again, you know, a lot of people think it's just about what you see on camera. It's also how are they behind the scenes? Are they easy to work with? I also probably think she's probably easy to work with. You know, and someone else said this, and I'm like, I, that's a good, I don't know what, because, you know, they get a percentage of all your deals. I don't know. Are they getting a percentage of agency profits? I doubt it. Mauricio's real business. Yeah. But, I mean, if that's the case, then then then, then they benefit. they're actually making money off Kyle and Mauricio. I, I also doubt that immensely but yeah i don't you know, think so remember also he's he's on the show but he's that's he's not right. signing that contract right. and she is you know right. so technically that's true. probably the loophole true that is definitely the loophole that is the loophole and also didn't wasn't the agency around maybe it was maybe it started in the Who middle knows? of it i do know that when he was on watch what happens live he didn't want to give well no on his show buying beverly hills he didn't want to give credit he didn't even pe- mention rick hilton and his climb i was like really now, i did to the two cast members from buying beverly hills that i interviewed i interviewed oh my gosh 
Shouldn't you remember people's names when you No, we, we talk about so many different I people. Mean, I forget people. I don't re- yeah. I can't even think of any of the well, names. Well, these I interviewed Allie Lutz, the blonde. She was oh, on the yes. hills. The hills in her amazing, amazing co-star. <laughs> um, who was they were both amazing. Um, I actually ended up liking buying Beverly Hills, but I didn't there's nothing better than selling sunset to me. As and you far know, as I it. haven't gotten into selling sunset like uh, that. Oh. I know, I know, I know. Do you watch Selling the OC? No. It was awesome. I know they phenomenal. were nude. Phenomenal, yep. Really? Two, two years. Do you watch Million Dollar Listing LA? No, I watched Million Dollar Listing New York because it's New York. That was great. <laughs> that was great I too. That. Yeah, it was a great show. No. I love watching real estate shows though. I really do. Phenomenal. My, probably my, do you watch Bling Empire? I started. Also I haven't brilliant. finished. There's so I didn't much watch, stuff I know. to watch. Well, that's why you know these listeners know more than me. Like they'll say, like during season four of New Jersey, I'll be like, I have no, literally no idea of what you're talking about. I they'll can't. be like, Well, she got in a fight with this one. I'll be like, I mean, please slip into my DMs yeah. and tell me what happened because I I don't remember. Right? And I'm glad when you know when I go, you don't live remember. And I, they they remind me. I'm like, Oh, I, ne- I didn't think about that. Oh yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Or I didn't remember that. They remember uh, far better. You know. Especially when we're covering so many different things. And I, and I don't just talk about reality TV. I talk about everything I in know. pop culture. So I can't remember everything. Next time you come back, because we'll t- I mean, I would talk about all of that. It's just that these, because like, I mean, I could talk about like, I'm obsessed with MGK and like <laughs> Megan Fox and this whole breakup. <laughs> It's just nobody not here. not breaking up, according to him. No, I know. I saw that. <laughs> nobody wants me to talk about anything but Bravo. I yeah. like all the real, real actual gossip. Yeah. And I like the celebrities I interviewed outside of Bravo. Yeah. Um, okay, you'll come back. Where can everyone find you? Plug everything. <laughs> well, I'm on YouTube. Kempire. You put Kempire in, thankfully. Everything Kempire will come up, including our podcast, Kempire Radio. And all my social media is, you know, at the Kempire. Such good branding. Such good branding. <laughs> yes, you come up. I mean, you have a huge YouTube channel. And everyone needs to – I mean, everyone that listens to this should be following you because it's all the same I type mean, the Bravo world, you'd think that. But the Bravo world is millions of people. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Kim D., my regular, went on like another – I'm trying to think where she just went. I'm trying to think. Oh, on Up and Adam. And she okay. and people were like, oh, my God, it's so good to hear from Kim. Like, she's on my fucking podcast every <laughs> Saturday. No, but there was a lot of people that were like, oh, yeah. of course. But not everyone. Like, God, this, this the audience They're, is so big. It's like you just don't and know. And people can't keep up on everything and they, they discover oh. you on you know a podcast or they discover you on youtube and youtube is huge you that's don't a whole other animal and i would tell and the other thing at least for me i've noticed like i wasn't on youtube for ye- a long time because i was like i don't want to take away from the actual downloads totally different audience oh yeah people that are on youtube do not listen people that list are listening to this right now on like spotify app are not really watching the YouTube clips. It's, it's a whole true. different, which is great. Thank God. And, right? and I have a different audience on my podcast versus what I have on YouTube and versus what I have on TikTok. See? They're like, oh, I didn't realize you were on YouTube. I was like, oh, I didn't realize you were on. You're like, I, I pro- cross promote all these different things I'm on <laughs> 24 hours a day. I know. It's just, it's weird, right? Yeah. But I get it. You know, some people don't want to be on TikTok. Some people yeah. don't want to be on YouTube. So I'm just like, all right. You can some find people me are like, I want to watch you. I'm like, some people are like, I just want to hear the whole show in like one. I'm like, well, that's Apple or Spotify. Yeah. You know? All right. So everyone needs to follow you. I could talk to you all day. This is, that's I could already fun. tell you, this is going to be two episodes. You're going to get <laughs> two plugs out of this, but awesome. I really appreciate this. Everyone needs to follow Kempire and we will see you and talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.